How can we bring the message of Christ with us when we go to work, and do so without even mentioning Jesus? Welcome to the Pastor's Voice. I am Rule Sample, and I am passionate about Christian worldview and the various ways we can proclaim the good news of Christ. I talk to pastors and Christian leaders about the issues of the day and just how we can respond to those challenges to bring glory to God in all that we do. Today I conclude my conversation with Tom Vanderwell, host of the Wayfarer podcast and president and chief executive officer at Intelligenetics. We talk about the challenges of bringing Christ to work with us and how our dedication to his kingdom transforms our relationships with co-workers and CEOs alike. Now, Tom, your circle of influence extends outside of the church. You are the CEO of a research and a Q&A firm in, there in Iowa. Yep. How have you been challenged or have you been challenged to bring these tenets of scripture into your role as a business owner? Oh, of course they do. I, You know, uh, Intelligentics is the name of, of the company. It was actually founded back in 1987 by a gentleman who discipled me when I was in high school and also my business partner. And his idea was to have a consulting firm that would be based on biblical principles. Not that we, you know, we don't shy away from who we are, but we also don't kind of beat people over the head with it either. But what's happened over the years, and in uh, 2005, I became a partner in the business and for the last three, four years, I've been CEO, I've been leading it. What I have found and what has been so exciting for me is that I just recognize that every time I step, I stepped foot in my client's place of business, I have an opportunity to be the light of Christ, the salt of Christ, the aroma of Christ to the people in that business. By the way that I help them understand what it means to be a customer servant, and it isn't customer service about being a good servant. Hmm. Um, the every time we talk about the the things that can make them better at taking care of their customers, these are all. I mean, these are all biblical principles. I like, I, 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 like, I like how you just said that. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, uh, go ahead. I, I like how you put something is that most people would say, well, <clears throat> I have a Christian, uh, my, my business is based on Christian principles, so I have an obligation. And you say, no, I have an opportunity to bring that message, that idea, that, uh, that worldview to the customers I serve. Right. And what's really interesting is that I don't, I don't really have to say it at all. If I am, if I am being who God calls me to be, and that's what Paul meant when he said, Hey, look, I'm the aroma of Christ. To some people, I am this beautiful fragrance of life. And to some people, I am the stench of death. And I have found that's just been amazing because when I am working with a client, I'm amazed at how many people just know it. They just, they see something, they hear something. I've had people uh, come up to me after a presentation and say, are you, were you ever in the ministry? Are you, 
are you a pastor? <laughs> and, and I'll go, well, you know, I did that for a few years before I went into business. And they'll just go, I knew it. I just knew it. And that, that demonstrates that people really are hardwired and sort of hungry for the oh. message message of Christ in, in whatever form, whether it be through uh, the preaching, but even more so just through the one-to-one contact of somebody living out their faith. Well, and here's the other thing. So as part of what I've done for the last 30 years is I do a lot of one-on-one coaching, a lot of one-on-one mentoring. I have clients that hire me to like um, mentor their young managers who may be in their first supervisory or management role and to teach them good leadership skills. Uh, I do a lot of frontline coaching with with customer service representatives and we'll listen to their calls together and then we'll talk about how they can they can do a better job of communicating with customers. And what I've discovered is that when you get into a room alone with another human being, it is amazing what they will tell you. I I have people, though I've had people break down in tears and tell me about their family problems. I remember um, I remember one guy who broke down and sobbing, this 50-year-old guy, because he just found out he hit the glass ceiling and his career wasn't going to be going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's having this existential crisis. And why is he telling me this? Me this? Why is he breaking down in front of me? What is it that he senses in me that this is a safe place to do this? Those are all holy moments where I have an opportunity to show love and empathy and compassion. I get to be, I can be Christ to those people. I don't need to share with them the four spiritual laws. I can just show them love and compassion and follow up with them and ask them how they're doing. And that's a powerful thing. Mm. And our churches, our pastors and and our church leaders need to help our business owners and our, our folks who are business leaders to bring that message that they hear on Sundays and that that lifestyle and that worldview that we encourage into their businesses and help them find ways to be the salt and light throughout their business week. Absolutely. And here's the other thing that I will tell you. I have the rare opportunity with a lot of clients where I will might spend the morning working one-on-one with their frontline minimum wage customer service reps. And then that afternoon, I walk into the CEO's office and I have to have a completely different conversation at a completely different level. So I've been able to touch people at every level of our client clients' organizations. And what I can tell you is this, the person in the CEO's office is typically the most lonely <laughs> and sometimes the most confused person in the organization. But they can't really say it or admit it. And the opportunity to come alongside them and become a friend and a confidant, um, because you're right, we need CEOs who can approach their jobs with confidence and, and with the understanding that I can lead uh, with Christ-likeness and have an impact on my people and on this business. And a lot of people, it's just not there. And to bring this back to what you and I have been weaving through our conversation is if we bring this concept of scripture into our daily lives, if we bring this idea of devotion into our daily lives, 
then those kind of conversations can naturally pl- take place because we are always in the Word of God and learning how God would have us interact not only with Him but with others around us. Like you know, it's like when Scripture says, "Know when to speak and when to be silent." That in and of itself is a great leadership principle that every CEO needs to know. Exactly. And there's so many times every day that I have to go. All right. Is this my time to speak or is this my time to just shut up? There's so many scenarios where that applies. Tom, you have probably uh, finished up your blog and your podcast. So what is your message for the people of God today? Yeah, today's today's post, I'm finishing up Genesis. And the thing that came out of Genesis, first of all, real quick, one of the things that I have found in reading scripture every day for 40 years is that every time I go back through a book of the Bible, it's different. Not because it's changed, but because I've changed. I'm in a different place. And it's amazing how I just see new things every time I go through. So my time through Genesis this time, one of the things that's been really uh, apparent to me is all of the family system issues within Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, his 12 sons, I am seeing just how flawed and dysfunctional and how generational issues keep repeating themselves. And so today, um, my wife and I are big fans of the show Yellowstone. We've been watching it now for four seasons. And uh, family, friends, we talk about it. And for those who don't know about it, it's kind of the Godfather meets Montana. And it um, it's really about a patriarch who has a really messed up family and he's trying to protect uh, his ranch and he's trying to perpetuate the family legacy. But in doing so, it's just his family is tragically flawed. And that's Kevin um, Costner in the, in the lead role. Yes, it is. And it's funny because our daughter who lives in, uh, with her husband and our grandson in Scotland uh, just emailed us last week. She said, yeah, we always watch Yellowstone. And there's another show called Successor, which is about another wealthy baron who's dying and his ch- children are all positioning themselves for the inheritance. She said, we watch Yellowstone and Succession and we call it effed up family night. And <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was the title of my blog post this morning, because as I'm as I'm as Jacob is blessing Joseph's sons, uh, Ephraim and Manasseh, there are just so many recurring themes in the dysfunction that I have seen from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob. And now we're in the fourth generation of effed up family. But the thing that I love about it is that these are the patriarchs. These are the people that God chose. And that should be good news for me because I got my own effed up issues in family. (laughs) And it also reminds me that when Jesus said, look, I came so that anyone can be my child, can be my co-heir, can get in on the father's blessing and the father's inheritance. And man, that's the good news. No matter what kind of situation I found myself in in my own family system, the son of God is there to say, hey, my dad wants to adopt you into the family and make you not only my brother, but my friend and my co-heir. 
with the entire errands, the inheritance that God has to give. So that's my word for today. Tom Vanderwell, he is the host of the Wayfarer podcast. He's also the author of the Wayfarer blog. You can find him at tomvanderwell.com. You could find his podcast on Apple and Spotify or any of the major and minor podcast platforms. Tom, so great to have you here and blessings in your ministry. Oh, thanks, Rule. I've loved it. Let's do this again sometime because I have a feeling that you and I could find lots of different things to talk about. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks again, Tom, and Merry Christmas to you. To you as well, Rule. Take care. Be sure to check out Tom's podcast, Wayfarer, on your favorite podcast network. The link is in the show notes. Please also consider supporting the Pastor's Voice podcast. We have a lot of expenses that go into producing this show, from the podcast platform to transcription services to the web hosting itself. Please use the Support the Show link to donate any amount to help us move into the new year. If you have any questions about our podcast, would like to be a guest, or would like to become a sponsor, please email us at podcasts at thepastorsvoice.net. I am Rule Sample. Happy New Year, and thank you for listening.